Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365, where we read through every word of the Bible. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen, and today we're reading through Mark 8 through 10. Jesus' methods were often tailor-made to the individual's needs. So it is with spiritual lessons God wants to teach us. God may teach your friend to depend on him through financial problems. You learn the same lesson through an illness. Another Christian learns to walk by faith in affluence. You learn it in poverty. One person learns patience through being single. Another learns it through being married and having children. In each case, it is dangerous to compare rather than commit to God's perfect curriculum. Those who find their sense of security in Christ are not easily shaken by circumstances or other people's opinion of them. And that comes from today's Daily Walk section. Before I was a believer, I would dismiss stuff in the Bible because if we were all doing what it said, I would tell myself, then we'd all have to give away all our possessions like Jesus told the rich man. Or we'd all have to go kill our firstborns like God told Abraham to do. But now I know that those were specific lessons for those individuals because God knows each and every one of us and our hearts and our sins. I'm not saying we can't learn something from every lesson, but it's so important for us to present our own circumstances and prayers to God and be in a fully functioning relationship with Him. And we need to be praying for wisdom with regard to discerning which parts of the Bible are lessons and which are commands. I hope that all makes sense. I'm always up for further discussion on these really, really tough topics to understand. I then share a little bit more on the Gospel of Mark. That, of course, is coming from gotquestions.org. This is under the brief summary section. This Gospel is unique because it emphasizes Jesus' actions more than His teaching. It is simply written, moving quickly from one episode in the life of Christ to another. It does not begin with a genealogy, as in Matthew, because Gentiles would not be interested in His lineage. After the introduction of Jesus at His baptism, Jesus began His public ministry in Galilee and called the first four of his 12 disciples. What follows is the record of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. Mark's account is not just a collection of stories, but a narrative written to reveal that Jesus is the Messiah, not only for the Jews, but for the Gentiles as well. In a dynamic profession, the disciples, led by Peter, acknowledged their faith in him. That's in Mark 8, 29-30, even though they failed to understand fully his messiahship until after his resurrection. As we follow his journeys through Galilee, the surrounding areas, and then to Judea, we realize what a rapid pace he set. He touched the lives of many people, but he left an indelible mark on his disciples. At the Transfiguration, which is shared in Mark 9, 1-9, he gave three of them a preview of his future return in power and glory, and again, it was revealed to them who he was. However, in the days leading to his final trip to Jerusalem, we see them bewildered, fearful, and doubting. At Jesus' arrest, he stood alone after they fled. 
In the following hours of the mock trials, Jesus boldly proclaimed that he is the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One, and that he would be triumphant at his return. That, of course, is Mark 14, 61 through 62. The climactic events surrounding the crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection were not witnessed by most of his disciples, but several faithful women did witness his passion. After the Sabbath, early in the morning of the first day of the week, they went to the tomb with burial spices. When they saw the stone had been rolled away, they entered the tomb. It was not the body of Jesus they saw, but an angel robed in white. The joyful message they received was, He is risen. Women were the first evangelists as they spread the good news of His resurrection. I love that, of course, being a woman and the importance of their role. This same message has been broadcast throughout the world in the following centuries down to us today. And again, all of that is from gotquestions.org. I then share a little bit more on the blind Bartimaeus, if I'm saying that right. You can always call me out. I don't know how to pronounce all of these names. And then, of course, more on the Transfiguration, which we did read through in Matthew and, of course, again in Mark. And so there's a link for more information on that. And then I included more on that phrase, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. A lot of debate about that phrase. And, of course, we're not speaking uh, figuratively, not literally, and what exactly that means. So there is a link for more information there. A reminder for you to join our Facebook group. That is where we can discuss things and you can share your nuggets. I've included a link to that. And if you want to receive my emails each day to go along with our readings, just send me an email. And my email address is included in the podcast description as well. Tomorrow is Mark 11 through 13. Happy reading. Happy reading.